God, give us courage to change what must be altered, serenity to accept what cannot be helped, and the insight to know the one from the other. Carl Paul You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. This is probably the most scary time in recent history. The only closest comparison to the level of anxiety that I could think of would probably be the 9-11 attack. But when I ask people who have lived here longer, they say that even then, people could still go out and get their daily supplies. I was told that there were fears of more attacks, but they were still able to go to work within three days. Nothing like this, which affects us all worldwide besides probably the two world wars. Putting aside the controversy of who really orchestrated the 9-11 attacks, they were still able to put a face to an enemy, someone to fight, to go after. Well, this time, the enemy can't be seen and is barely known. Whatever we may think about this current threat to our lives and our way of living, if it is as deadly as mainstream media says it is, if it is a political move by China against the recent trade deals to tank the world's economy and buy global market shares for the cheap, or if it is simply an accident. It is one of those things that we will never really know. Right now, our only choice is to take heed of the recommended precautions and adjust to the current way of living. And even if the virus isn't real, the panic sure is. So, how are you holding up? Welcome to this week's Rehash. To conserve on our resources and help out our local restaurants, we have been buying food to go instead of cooking at home. And one of the places we frequent is a Thai restaurant called Kundang. I'd say it's one of the best in LA. We dine there so frequently that the servers know our usual orders. And like every small business, they too are taking a big hit. The owner had to shorten the workers' hours instead of laying them off. It helps, but I'm not sure how long they could sustain that. I'm sure the big companies and industries are going to be able to negotiate a bailout deal with the federal government. But small businesses would only get some tax breaks and lower interest rates on loans. Many would probably go belly up if this goes any longer. Everyone is still talking about the number of cases and deaths. But once that all settles, the number of people out of jobs and businesses that had to shut down would most probably have a higher number. It's just too much. I've come to a point where I don't even want to hear about it anymore. It doesn't help that it is all over mainstream and social media. It's the topic at work and at home. Not to mention the daily press conferences of local officials. I know I can't just wish it to be gone. And it is important to be aware but what else is there to know anyway? We already know how it spreads, how deadly it is, what the government is doing about it, that it is safer to stay home, use personal protective equipment, and stay away from people. Other than that, what else? I'm sure that even if I stay away from watching any media, I will still hear about the latest news from someone somewhere. Francis on this week's Rehash.
I'm more interested in what we can do to alleviate the anxiety that has been caused by all these sudden changes to our world as we know it. For one, I will turn off TVs, radios, and social media. I know it's counterintuitive and will probably cause some withdrawals among us, but unless they have found a definitive cure or the virus has turned people into cannibal zombies, then there's nothing more to know about it, is there? Any other precautions or lockdown enforcement information will still get to us one way or another. All I'm saying is just a temporary change of focus, that's all. Then let's take advantage of the lockdown and clean up. Use those children that are stuck at home, double up their chores, put them to work. It's hard to worry when we are busy. I know they say there are lessons online, but let's be real about it. When was the last time anyone didn't wander on the internet surfing when doing work on a computer? Even adults do it. So use that downtime. Just allow a couple of hours of school work and have them do some spring cleaning. Probably one of the biggest challenges that we all face in this lockdown is actually spending more time with our family than usual. Social media is having fun with this one. Some posted that the number of robberies, accidents, and crime in general are down, but the number of arguments between spouses have risen in the thousands. Thank God we still have basic utilities and Netflix. But we could also try the old-fashioned ways of leisure, such as reading books, playing board games, and dusting off that musical instrument and start playing again. I think it was Socrates who said that the unexamined life is not worth living. Well, since the bars, restaurants, therapist offices are closed, and social distancing is becoming the norm, this might be a good time to go within and do some introspection. One good way to start it off is by counting our blessings. So, if you still have a job, even though it may be rough right now, you are still blessed for having one, because plenty have lost theirs. Also, on the bright side, some companies are actually hiring, like Amazon and Target. So, hopefully that helps out some of those who got laid off. If you can still buy and find food to eat, then you are still better off than most. If you and your family are healthy, then enough said. And of course, if you still have toilet paper, well... This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.